Hey everybody, welcome back to the Steam Machine Podcast. My name is Dalton and joining me as always is my good buddy. This is Ryan. And this week I am stoked as shit because we are finally covering one of my favorite series, Persona. But first, to talk about things that have happened this week, I haven't really seen much news other than uh, I heard the Avengers game is hot poo-poo. Oh man, you missed a big, big news thing then. Oh, Nintendo does, had its oh. 35th anniversary. That's right. Of Mario announcements, and there, I, I think quite a few of them are big deals. Like they're launching a Mario Kart augmented reality game, which that... I don't know. Ex- I don't know exactly how they're going to do it, but if it plays like on Google Street View and shit, that's going to be fantastic. Like, um, the way I now that you said that, I I completely spaced it. I did see that that was coming out and what i what i saw it almost looked like you're going to maybe walk through your house and record awesome. re- record a path maybe with your yeah. i don't know how you know there's probably going to be some sort of extra gadget that comes with it or something but it, maybe it just uses your gps locator or something a lot of the phones too. a lot of the phones read the vibrations off of just you moving and are like step counters as well so that could be how but now, is this going to be a phone game or is it a Switch game? Because the Switch doesn't I have a camera on it. No, if it's going to need a camera, it's probably going to be a mobile game because there is already a Mario Kart mobile game. It's just maybe they're adding an AR feature, which I'm still stoked for. I love Mario Kart. It looked pretty cool. It looked but pretty there, cool. There are some other announcements. They are doing a uh, like a Mario All Stars bundle, and you're going to get three games in one package, and it's Mario 64. Mario Sunshine and Mario Galaxy, yep. I believe, was the third one. Yep. yep. And I did. I didn't play Sunshine and I didn't play Galaxy, but I played the shit out of Mario sixty four. Dude, it was awesome. Sunshine was, awesome. was so much fun. Like Sunshine got hated on by a lot of people. I fucking love that game. Yeah. My my brother had given me his uh, his GameCube, and one of the games he gave with me is uh, Sunshine, and it was dude, it was yeah. so good, so good. I never played Galaxy. And You're I've, not the only one to say that about Sunshine either. I know a couple other people that just love that version, love yeah. that game. Uh, our yeah. buddy, our buddy James from the JRPG Report, and he's a big fan of Sunshine as well. Yeah. Uh, I have seen though that people are already selling, are reselling those on the like eBay and stuff. Yeah. For like double the price. Oh, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean. If you go around to these like retro game shops and shit, anyway, Mario sixty four like the original cartridge is already selling for like a hundred. Yeah, well, basically what people did is because Nintendo said that they were doing a limited physical release, so everyone yeah. just pre ordered their copies, and now they're selling their pre orders for yeah double, triple. I saw one that was up for a thousand dollars, and I'm like, good luck selling that. But hey, they you know might. What's, you know what's you know what's gonna happen? Nintendo is gonna catch all of that, and then they're just going to be like, you're not reselling this thing that we're putting out digitally like we're, we're cutting you off you're banned like that or they're like, just like hey let's just flood the market and ruin AEW <laughs> All Elite Wrestling just did that for one of their shows that they did in Jacksonville they're like we're gonna sell tickets to the show but if we see any of these tickets sold on a second event like a, a, a resale a resale site a third party site we're canceling all the live tickets so uh, they're they're Damn. like you you can buy the tickets but if we see you reselling them for a higher price or just reselling them at all nobody gets to come so m- maybe nintendo will be like hey you can buy this 
but you can't turn around and sell it. Like if yeah, if they even care. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're like they're I, such a big corporation that they might just yeah whatever. Because I mean, what they didn't have to do a limited physical release; they could have just released it normally. Yeah, well, a limited physical release is the start of the major video game companies heading in that digital only direction. Yeah. You're going to see a lot of games start getting that limited physical print and they're going to charge so much more money for the actual physical copy where a digital download will still be like your 60 bucks. A, a physical copy may run you like 99.99 now because it's like a collector's edition. They're going to give you a couple other sprinkles of sparkles to go with it, but being digital is it, the future i mean it's already here but it's only going to become more of the focus of all of the developers and consoles and shit like that oh yeah yeah eventually i mean there's a lot of people that are highly against that highly against it but what can you do like i know there are people who collect physical copies of games and that that's cool and shit like it it's just another aspect of collecting like all my shit and shit but i don't have time really well i i don't want to have to get up and switch games and shit like that i like my digital shit all just right there and then (laughs) physical copies can get damaged and won't work anymore they can fail you they 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 will just stop working and then you own nothing whereas a digital you can just move your account from system to system to system uh on that same note though there are games that don't move and if you like, okay, so I've got a lot of fucking PS3 games, but if any of my PS3s ever shit out and I was unable to get another one, like I can't resell, I can't at least go and sell my games or anything. Like there's nothing I can do. You can't move the PS3 games in your PS account to the PS4 and play that on there because no. I know they're not backwards compatible as far as discs, but you can still play PS3 titles. I think online or o- like digital only, copies. Only if you pay for PS Now and stream them you can't move them on no and it's not your games it's whatever's on their list like those games are lost forever no i think it's gonna i think you might be able to pull them up on the ps5 like i know the ps5 is digital backwards compatible but it's not physical the it is backwards compatible with ps4 only disc wise um i don't know as far as digital wise what they're gonna do I think digital. But, I think it goes back to the three, maybe even a little further. But yeah, no, it's 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 definitely not as easy as. Uh, but you're talking PC. you're talking PS three too. You're talking an older system that this probably wasn't thought of when they were putting that out. They were probably just then hashing out digital versions of games instead oh, yeah. of the physical. Copy. The, like, the the PS three store is absolute hot trash. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Sure, but like if if you're talking now, like PS4 titles are going to move to the PS5, Xbox One X or Xbox One X are going to move to the Series X or whatever, and the Nintendo Switch games you can fucking port from Switch to Switch if you fucking one of your console like if your Switch shits out, all you have to do is sign into your Nintendo store. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's that's the truth, but it's kind of like okay, so. Say Steam. Say somebody stole my Steam account, changed all the yeah. shit, and I was not able to get it back. Yeah. I can't play any of those games. Well, that's because somebody hacked your account not and once. stole your account. I know but... that. I know that. But I'm saying if I had physical versions of those games, then I could be like, well, fuck. All right. Well, at least I could still play them. 
yeah, but you're, you're. I don't know if that's in the same boat as like what the original, like what we were talking, about. like just having those digital versions of the games is easier. It's absolutely easier, but yeah, yeah. it's just it, there are situations where physical is more. Uh, just it's just better. But I, I don't get me wrong. I'm all with you. You've seen. I mean, obviously, yeah. you've seen my Steam light I and mean, yeah, dog library. Yeah, for like, sure, for sure. I'm all about digital, then, but. I, I could see where the both of us vary on physical versus digital. Like, I have a one-year-old and another kid on the way, and going to have two kids within a year apart that are going to be tiny forever and not know that you don't mess with daddy's video games. That would probably ruin a fuck ton of them if I had yeah physical copies, especially Switch games. They're tiny. They'd probably fucking swallow them and shit them out. Like. And it would probably still work because those things are built to last. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, again, this is where like I'm a huge proponent of the digital only. Like physical copies get damaged. You can scratch CDs. You can like break cartridges. Your cartridges can burn out. They can warp. Shit like that. Then you're out a game. Like you can't like mail it in and get a replacement. Like they don't guarantee them that way. They don't have warranties that way. But the phys- like the the digitals, you can just download again as long as your account's not hacked and stolen. Like yeah, and you have a working system. Yeah, and all of that. But yeah. that's that's needed for both anyway. Speaking of like new systems, did you see that Nvidia? Oh yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yeah, the the thirty eighty is going to be five hundred bucks. Hans, if you're listening, I feel for you, dog. I don't, yeah. I, Ryan. I don't know if you saw the back and forth on the on the uh, the Facebook page. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. He he and is he's he's pretty hurt by this. <laughs> that's, that's rough. That's rough, buddy. I, I've seen I've seen a couple articles that it's like the end of the console wars is here, and PC just put the hammer down. With yeah. The Nvidia yeah. being the newest one, being five hundred bucks. They're like, PC ends all, ends all. Yeah, and man. it's kind of true though, because Microsoft is now putting like Xbox exclusive titles on the Microsoft Store and Steam, yeah. And PlayStation, even though they haven't really started doing it much now, there is plans for them to start releasing Sony exclusive titles, PS, uh, PlayStation exclusive titles to Steam as well. Yeah. So PC is going to end up with the best of the other worlds, other than Nintendo. And I can't fucking. I hope. I fucking hope that we uh, they release Spider Man for PC because I would love to see that like yeah with because I played it on my regular ass PS4 and my yeah. PC is way more powerful than that yeah you know and with no, this that's this gonna, that's gonna look great on a PC for sure that new graphics card coming out I heard is gonna be able to push 8K and Jesus. I mean you know and and it might not be the the four hundred dollar one because they're coming out with three. And there's there's a higher tier than the one that's but it's just funny to me that they released this graphics card that is better than this really expensive one and they're like, Yeah, it's like five hundred bucks instead of fifteen hundred. Yeah. Have yeah, fun, they, everybody. Yeah, they really brought the hammer down on other hardware developers and the fucking consoles. They're like, Look at this, we're gonna put this shit out and it's going to be the same every, everyone's gonna switch to PT, PC gaming at some we'll, point. Well see, one of my one of my things was for a long time, I wanted to get into PC gaming, yeah. but it is a daunting task to get into because it's like, all right, well, if you want a good computer, you you, you be prepared to either buy a pre-made that's going to cost you like three grand yeah, or put or, you know, buy like what I did is I bought one that cost me about $800 and then yeah. saved up money and improved it over time. 
Yeah. And that's, it's, it's just, it's, a, it's, a, it's a money and it's a time investment. Yeah. And you have to have the know-how to do it too. If you don't, you have to know somebody who knows how to do it as well. Shout out to YouTube. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Cause sure. YouTube helped me out with that. But that that's going to be, that's going to be me around tax time again is tax taxes is probably going to go to me actually building like a high performance PC instead of using this sh- shitty ass laptop. Like, <laughs> Yeah, man, it, 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 it's a world of difference. Yeah, for sure. It's, even in, and this is a segue into something that I've been playing a shit out of this weekend. Um, or this weekend, wow, I mean this week. Uh, wow, right? You just got <laughs> back into WoW? Yeah, yeah, wow. I, I just got back into World of Warcraft, and uh, a couple people from Tadpog Nation um, on, in the Discord, the Tadpog Discord, shout out to Tadpog if anybody likes retro video gaming. That's a great podcast. Tyler and Dave play old games. Anyway, um, me, Grim, and Catchpenny uh, started a, a guild together, and I've just been running around doing a whole bunch of stuff. And so playing it now on my new PC compared to when I used to play it on this laptop that I had that, no lie, every dungeon that you would run, that laptop was going to overheat and shut off. Yeah. On the lowest of low settings. Like I was not running it on anything and it was going to overheat and shut off and I'd have to turn it back on. Hope they didn't kick me to keep playing. Yeah. It probably did that. Well, I won't say every dungeon. It probably did it once every three dungeons, depending on how much was going on on the screen. And then I remember my buddy, Dustin, who, if you're listening, hello, brother. Um, if he, he asked me to house sit at their apartment one time. And so I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll do that. Uh, they were going, him and his old lady were going off somewhere and he goes, I had Janine install World of Warcraft on her gaming PC for you, so you can just kick back. He goes, I'm going to leave you some, uh, uh, I'll call it biscuits. I'm going to leave you some biscuits in this jar that'll keep you set. Uh, they're there for whenever you want it. And uh, here's some food and all this other stuff. So anyways, I sit down to the computer and I loaded up World of Warcraft and I was like, holy shit, this is what the game actually looks like. This is what the game is actually supposed to play like. Yeah. And, and from that point on, I was like, yeah, I need to build my PC. So now I have this, and I'm, I jump back into World of Warcraft, and it plays like butter. I'm very happy. That's good. And man, man, oh, it's it's fun. It's fun. I know nothing about World of Warcraft. I've never played it, never touched it. I think my the most knowledge and experience I have from it is from the South Park episode. Like... <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So I, they... did watch, I did watch the movie, and... Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was it was a good it was a good action flick. It was a it was a decent fantasy film, but yeah, South Park's World of Warcraft episode is probably the only knowledge of the game I have, and it's probably so far from what the actual game is like. I was I was gonna say it's so it's so different and yet exactly how the game is, at the same time, just depending on who you run into. Okay, so for instance, last night, uh, you need to in order to establish a guild, you need four signatures. Yeah. So I had Catchpenny and Grim signed, so I still needed two more. So I put out in general chat in Orgrimmar, which was like the the uh, main orc place. Uh, and it's pretty much where everybody on the Horde side hangs out. Oh, well, okay, so I guess we'll start with that. You do know that there's Alliance and then there's Horde. You know that much, right? No, not at all. Okay, so Alliance is like... But it's um, like humans and humans, dwarfs and elves dwarves. versus orcs and shit. Horde, uh, well, Alliance is human... Uh, night elf, dwarf, gnomes, 
uh, Draenei, which are like these alien type things, Worgens, which are werewolves. Uh-huh. And I think that's it. If I'm forgetting one, someone's going to chastise me, but it's fine. Um, on the Horde side, you have orcs, trolls, uh, goblins, blood elves, and mm. Torin. And Torin are like these big cow moose people. Gotcha. And then there's another race that can be either, and that's Pandaren. They're these pa- big panda dudes, and I fucking love Pandaren. But anyway, my my main is a paladin, retribution paladin. I use big sword, go swing, swing, do boom booms. You know, yeah. lots of big damage. <laughs> uh, and I'm just having a fucking blast, dude. I haven't even done any dungeons or anything other than running into old dungeons by myself and clearing them. But I'm just getting all this old stuff, like trying to get flying in the areas and get my rep up just for the uh, the new expansion that's coming soon. So I'll probably be, you know, touching on that here and there. Um, yeah. I did unlock the Nightfallen, which is one of the new allied races, which that's a whole other thing that we'll get yeah. into if we ever just cover World of Warcraft one day. <laughs> yeah. I should uh, talk to somebody. Maybe like we'll have uh, Peter and Quentin on or something, and me and Peter can just talk your and Quentin's head off about World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be uh, fun. Yeah, that, we could do that one day. Have a World of Warcraft episode when we both fall behind or we get a real stinker of a game again and we don't <laughs> yeah. play very much of it. That's but... what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Like, it's like, oh, this game was really shitty. So let's talk about something else, and then we'll briefly cover the shitty. Game. <laughs> yeah, but today. We did not play a shitty game this week. Um, I know you haven't really had a chance to dive into it, and that's perfectly okay. But we played Persona 4, and man, okay. Um, so you have little to no experience at all with the Persona series, correct? I, I know nothing about the Persona series. So, other than what you've gushed at me about 5. And yeah. I know you've been waiting to play 4, so you didn't really talk much about it. You didn't anything but... Yeah, I don't really know anything much about the Persona series. Like, I know they're up to what five now, yeah. As far as titles go, but there's what? How many more games? It's like six or so. There are six, six titles. There are six Persona games. Um, yeah. It started with uh, Revelations Persona, is what it was called over here. Um, but it's really just it was Shin Megami Tensei Persona over yeah. in Japan, um, yeah. and then Persona Two was split into two parts: uh, Innocent Sin and Eternal Punishment. Okay. We only got Eternal Punishment, so we only got Part Two to the story. Yeah. Um, until years later, Part One was released in English on PSP. But then they didn't release Part Two again on PSP in English. So it's like, all right, so you play Part One on PSP, and then you got to bust out the PlayStation One or get an emulator to play the second part of the story. <laughs> yeah. It's just strange. Uh, and then Persona Three uh, came out. PS Two, uh, fantastic game. I've played through. Uh, maybe a quarter of it. I need to get more on it, but this show started <laughs> and I kind of lost track of playing that, but it's really, really good. And then they did a, uh, a re-release of it called Persona 3 FES, which added a couple extra things and it added a new uh, in-game type uh, scenario called uh, The Answer. Man, my mind, yeah. blanked, my mind blanked there for a second. I was like, oh no, what is it? <laughs> it was The Answer. And... Critical acclaim. The major thing about that game, to me, that I was surprised they got away with at the time, was to summon your personas, you had to point a gun to your head, pull the trigger, boom, and shoot yourself in the head, and it would summon the persona behind you, and your persona would do damage or whatever. It was wild. And this happened every battle. Your character would spin the pistol, stick it to his head, boom. It was crazy. 
So then, are all of these titles like linear storyline? Do, do you have to play from Persona 1 through to understand the series as a whole? Not or? at all. Okay, so you can just jump in, say like Persona 5 is the first game and go back and play the other games and yeah. there's no real connection or anything like that. Yeah, I. that's exactly how I did it was jumping in at 5 and falling in love with that game and then yeah. going back. Um, I don't recommend that to everyone because going backwards, you're going to just start losing mechanics and the games are going to look a little worse. And, you know, like if, per, if Persona 5. Gamer, if oh, you're a ahead. casual gamer, I can see where that would turn some people off. But yeah, and that's what I mean. Gamer, if you're a hardcore gamer, you can understand that you're going to be losing some mechanics because the games are obviously older. Yeah. Maybe those elements to the game haven't been developed yet, stuff like that. Like, I know I still get a kick from throwing on some Super Nintendo games on my Classic every now and then, like playing some old school shit when I'm tired of this like high-end modern <laughs> gaming shit. Like, Yeah, yeah, I, I feel you. Um, yeah. I I just know that Persona 5 is incredibly polished and flashy. Like, that is one of the most beautifully animated games I've ever seen. Yeah. And now, especially with Persona 5 Royal, which I still need to beat, but, you know, that'll, that'll happen eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, it's just, it's so good. And the music, the music in all the Persona games is absolutely fantastic. I, I've heard you talk about that. The, the the music and the soundtracks for the Persona games are you, you send me a bunch of YouTube videos all the time. All the but, time. And it's dude, it's so soothing to the soul, man. It's such just good J pop, like yeah. jazz. Persona five is more jazzy. Persona four is, so far has been kinda like rock and pop and it's just it's really good, man. Yeah, okay. So let let's talk about per Persona four. How how yes. does the games how does the game start off? All right. Well, what, what is, where, where, where does the story begin? What is the story of Persona 4 Golden, right? That's yeah. the one we're playing, Golden? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I wanted to elaborate on the that real quick, and then we'll jump into the story. Is that uh, this is We are playing Persona 4 Golden, which is the re-release of Persona 4, and it adds, I think, an extra month of gameplay, and it adds a new character, um, and you will meet her once you start playing. Her name is Maria. Maria? Marie? I think it's Marie. And she's not in the original Persona. So she is a completely new social link that was added for Golden. And if you max out her social link uh, throughout the game, at the end of the game, it unlocks a new dungeon that they added to the game. It's kind of like the same thing they did with Royal. Wow. And they added other new stuff. It's like every Persona game, it's like since 3, they've released it, and then they'll re-release it with more added stuff. And Yeah. Um. So Golden... You start out and you are nameless protagonists and you get to name yourself. I named my guy Nia Lokata. That's what I use for all of these. Although I, I realize I like the name Nova, so I'm thinking like Nova Okada. I don't I don't know. I don't know. That's you, you know you're you know going me. on two different two different genealogies there, two different names. Yeah, you gotta gotta, gotta mix it up, man. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta, gotta mix it up. Uh you you start off uh you are being taken in by a family member, and I think he's your uncle, and it's, his name is Dojima. Uh, I can't remember his first name, but everybody calls him Dojima. And you meet him and his daughter, Nanako. Nanako is adorable. She is the sweetest little girl. It's, she is just, like, one of my favorite characters. Every time she's on the screen, she makes me smile. Just makes you happy. Even if something sad in the game is happening, that that kid will cheer you up. It's not... Wow. 
um you meet them you're at a gas station he's basically like well i agreed to watch you for the year while your parents are doing whatever it is they're off doing and uh this the town that you're in is based on like towns on the outskirts of mount fuji in japan and it's intended to be like just it could be anywhere that way yeah. they wanted to make it relatable like a small town type setting gotcha. yeah um and obviously like uh things were changed during uh, English localization to make it more relatable to the English audience as opposed to Japan. But uh, that's pretty much how it starts off, man. Um, there, You are taken back to the house. You go to sleep. You start going to school. Uh, you meet Yos- Yosuke. And then somebody dies. Like, there's this heavy fog. And when the fog clears, there's somebody dead hanging from an antenna oh. on top of a roof of a building. Is that is that person relevant to the gameplay is or is it just like npc selected for death like it doesn't matter yeah it's just it's this person that's part of the story but i mean it's not like somebody that you've met if that makes sense yeah. it's, it's not just a random person that died like it's part of the storyline it was a uh, i think it was a reporter okay that was killed and <clears throat> turns out like then you, you you know at school you meet uh yukiko and chie and they are the two the two females that end up being part of your party eventually. But yeah. you, guys, you guys are all talking and everything. And um, Yosuke and Chie go back because they've been going to school together for a long time. Um, Yukiko, her parents own a very popular spa and like bed and breakfast type place. So she usually helps run that after school. And then you guys all go to Juness, which So Juness, I would equate it to... Uh, Walmart or Publix, Wegmans, like that type of where you can kind of go and get a little bit of everything. Yeah. You know, uh, but maybe like more like Walmart. Uh, and Yosuke's parents run that. Like they're the managers of it and everything. So he takes you guys there to feed you. Anyways, you end up meeting this other girl who is older and knows Yosuke. And she's a very pretty girl. Turns out, so she seems very like standoffish. Not like she doesn't want to chat, but like something's bothering her. Yeah. And later on, uh, you are at home with Nanako watching TV, and she's complaining that her dad's not coming home because, oh, by the way, Dojima is chief of police, or he's like a detective. Like, so he's you know working on these murder cases and stuff. Turns yeah. out, turns out that girl that you were talking to that was really pretty, who was kind of not really wanting to talk much she was very soft-spoken and everything she found the uh the body of the person that had been killed so she's she's like mentally scarred at this point yeah okay yeah so you guys at, at night there's there's this thing called the midnight channel and it's this rumor that when it's rainy and you watch the tv at midnight on a rainy night you'll see your true love appear on the screen and so you decide to check it out and you watch it and you see this girl and you're like, you can't make out who it is, but you see a girl. Well, then it's foggy the next day. And when the fog clears, that girl is hanging from an antenna dead. No. That, that pretty girl that uh found the other Got one. Got you. Got you. And yeah, it's just, it's wild, man. Okay. So I'm going to let you keep, ask me some more stuff because I'm kind of just rambling on, but yeah, no, yeah, I can see like, um, what are like persona is like the title of the game, but does, is there anything in the game that relates to persona? Like where does the title come from? Is it? Okay. Like... So the, the quote unquote 
demons or like the I call I call Persona series uh, Pokemon for adults because uh, you gather these demons, but they are your persona. Like, and usually as your character, like your party members can only have one persona. Gotcha. Y- you have um, zero on this like scale, which means that you can have you can have nothing and everything. So basically, you can have more than one persona at a time. So, okay. like, your character is always special. So, you, when you battle enemies, they are demons, and you can take them in as your persona. Oh, um, interesting. And then you can go to the Velvet Room with Igor and uh, Margaret and combine persona together to make stronger persona or a weaker persona that might be something that you haven't put, you know, discovered yet. Because each, pers- each persona you discover uh, and get into your <clears throat> inventory goes into your persona compendium which you can then open and summon persona for uh yen oh so it costs like nine thousand yen and you can summon a persona that you had used so, to fuse away yeah so it's pretty much like collecting demons similar to pokemon yeah. but unlike where you can like evolve pokemon you can essentially like synth or craft yeah to evolve persona okay. you have to combine them okay but Cool. In the same aspect, like there are some persona that you want to get them to a certain level before you yeah. combine them, so you can get certain moves out of them. Okay. Because when you combine so, them, you can uh, the new persona will have like two to five slots that you can take moves from the other ones and add them yeah. to the new one. Yeah. So is this a similar gameplay to like Persona Five, where it's almost it's turn based, right, and with like yeah. a similar system set up to say Pokemon? Yeah, I would Where say like, it's like a mashup of Pokemon and Final Fantasy, old older Final Fantasies. Okay. Just turn-based, okay. straight yeah. up. I, I don't really remember much of 5 when you brought it up and gave it to me for Christmas. I think I played maybe about 20 minutes of it, to be honest. Yeah, you, right. didn't, you didn't get into the meat of the game at all. No, I don't even think I made it really past that first opening sequence. Like... No, no, which is just... Uh, I'll you... get to it eventually. I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> like, I, I found out my new schedule at work is is very favorable to actually getting some game time in now. Good. Instead of That's being the instead of being the closers, I go in. I work. I work a nine to five now. So. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, and I get weekends off, which is a double win. Like. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. But um. Out of the, the, the these Persona games, like what is in your like in your point of view like the best features of the gameplay mechanic? Like, do you like the turn-based system? Do you wish it was a different style of play? Like, no, no I love I love it exactly how it is. It's it uh the the way that I play is so each Persona's got a weakness, right? Yeah, and. I'm gonna use Persona Five for an example, even though we're talking about four today. I'm gonna I'm gonna use five as an example. Um, flying enemies, you could shoot them with your gun, and that would it was called uh it would say weak. They're weak to that, and it would hit them, and they would fall down. Yeah. If you knock all your enemies down, you can do what's called an all-out attack, and that's where your entire party just jumps in, and it's this big ruckus of uh dust and like an old cartoon battle type thing. And usually it kills all the enemies. Or to bosses, it does a solid amount of damage. Yeah. Uh, but it, r- really, in all the Persona games, you your goal is to get into battle, hit them hard, hit them quick, don't let them hit you. Yeah. Um, if you go in and say the enemy is weak against wind, 
and in the wind in the game wind spells are called garo or garu so if you hit an enemy with garu it's a weak thing they fall down whenever you do that it gives your person another turn so if you're fighting two of the same enemy you go in boom hit it with garu you get another turn boom hit the other enemy with garu they're both down all out attack battle over you didn't get hit one time you know but but using your persona anytime you want to use uh i'll call it magic type spells where the persona does uh magical damage it costs it costs sp which is basically like mana points right uh or you can do your persona's physical attacks but persona physical attacks take hp like takes your health to do them but it's worth it sometimes yeah so this God, the, the the style of play very being very similar to like old school Final Fantasy and old school Pokemon is like th- this must have been the style of game that was super popular in Japan around that time. And I, I'm not sure how old the Final Fantasy series is, series is as a whole. Like, do you know when the first first game came out? Oh fuck, eighty five, I think. 85. So Pokemon and the, this Persona series must be heavily influenced by that because they both came out the same year from what it looks like. It looks well, like Persona came out in 96 well, as well as did Pokemon. Yeah, like, but hold on. Hold on because Persona is a spinoff series of yeah. Shin Megami Tensei, which yeah. Shin Megami Tensei is a spinoff of the Megami Tensei series, which I believe started in the 80s as well. Is that like similar gameplay? The the turn base. So okay, um, the way demon collecting the, thing like that. It it is a hundred percent the same as far as battles and collecting demons go. Um, it the Shin Megami series is a lot harder. Um, yeah. and it does not have the slice of life stuff. So basically, what sets Persona apart from the Shin Megami Tensei series is that in Persona you have social links, you have friends, and you want to build your relationship with your friends. And uh, the more you build your relationships, the more uh, you can get out of them. They'll help you out more in battle. And it's all about going fishing and like going and going to eat at a restaurant to see if you can eat this big meal to increase your stats. And yeah. it's all this slice of life, like slice of life anime. You know, it's 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 just daily routine stuff to make you bond with the characters. Whereas Shin Megami Tensei is just a game. It's an RPG full of dread with little to no hope and a very fucking heavy story whereas yeah. persona is more like it's got its heavy moments but it has its light comedic moments too shin megami tensai has a lot less of that but gameplay wise they're pretty similar other than okay. shin megami tensai lacking the uh, slice of life sections yeah so how far into persona 4 golden have you made it so far I have gotten okay, so I saved Yukiko. So after that girl dies, the third victim that you find out everyone sees, or you, Yosuke and Shie see Yukiko on the yeah. TV at uh, for the Midnight Channel, and then she doesn't come to school, and nobody can find her. Uh, so you end up going into the TV world. Oh, by the way, yeah. <laughs> so what happens is uh, you end up going into a TV, and inside the TV world is where these people are getting thrown, and that's where you meet Teddy who is literally a sentient talking big teddy bear thing. He is awesome. If there's a teddy pop, you should get it because he is freaking awesome. He's, he's adorable. But, uh, so I'm, I'm really not super, super, super far into the game. I think I'm about, yeah. you know, eight to 10 hours in. 
How um, does this soundtrack compare to four? You mean five? Or yeah, five. Um, so far, I like Persona 5's more. Yeah. As a whole, um, but the song that plays in Dojima's house, it's called "Signs of Love," is so fucking catchy. And there's there's a couple other songs that are on this Persona 4 soundtrack. Uh, "Heartbreak, Heartbreak," I think is another one. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good, man. They they bring in like professional singers. Um, I don't know if I sent it to you or not, but there is a Persona concert. Yeah, you did send it to me. And okay, so the the girl who does the Persona Four music is a pop idol. Yeah. The girl who does Persona Five music, or the I should, I'm sorry, the woman, the women, the women, uh, the woman that does the Persona Five music is like a classically trained like jazz op, not opera, but like a classical singer. Yeah. And the the woman who does the Persona Three stuff, straight up like punk rocker, just japan rock like but watching them all do their thing together is just wild man i i just i really like all of the music but so far uh so far persona 5 has got better music to me but that's just so far yeah you know there are people who clamor that this game is better than persona 5 so we shall see yeah how do you like how do you feel about it now from what you have played like what is your best experience from it what is your worst experience from it um, my best experience is just that it's another Persona game that I'm getting to play. Yeah. Like, I, I, I enjoyed five so much that I'm looking, really looking forward to playing the rest of them in the series. Um, I have, if I could say one thing, and it's, it's nothing against, it's just tropes, is that I noticed that Yosuke is a lot like Ryuji from Persona 5. So it's kind of like, I feel like maybe that Persona 3 is always going to have, or not Persona 3, um, Persona 3, 4, and 5 all have that character. Yeah. That's kind of like the the idiot, dumb, but good-hearted, kind friend. You know? Yeah. So, it's maybe just like uh, tropes being used again. But, there are, you know, there are people who come in and they jump in and it's the first game. And they're not going to know that. So, it might not bother them. Does, does that make any sense? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, but I'm I'm really I'm thoroughly enjoying it. The uh, the first dungeon was really fun, um, running around, getting all the treasure chests, fighting the shadows, getting my level up. It's been a blast, man. I've been really enjoying it. That's good. That's and good. the story is starting to pick up where I'm at. That's so. that's good. That's good. I know when you were playing five, that's all you like messaged me about. You're like, dude, this game, this story, dude, this game, this story. So I think you messaged me at one point and it's like the game actually made me cry. But. I was going to say, I was just about to tell that story. Yeah, there was a moment in Persona 5 that I had tears, little, literal tears in my eyes. And then five minutes later, something happens that makes you realize like, oh, wait a minute. Wait. Oh, and then I had tears again because I was happy. And I literally stood up and cheered and clapped at my television and then sat down. And then at the end of the game, when I finally beat the game and I got the uh, like I made sure to get the uh, the good or the per- the true ending or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I had tears in my eyes again and it made me want to I want I really want to play through Royal and check out what all they've changed and stuff. It'll come up on our list of Uh yeah, eventually when we're doing PS4 games. Unless they release it on PC. If they if they release that on PC, fuck cuz yeah. you know, because of the success of Persona, Sega's talking about releasing more and Atlas wants to release more of their uh exclusives onto yeah. PC. So give yeah. me give me Persona 3, give me Persona 5, give me Shin Megami Tensei, give me all of it. 
<laughs> I want it all. Yeah. Uh, Looking up Persona Funko Pops, it seems they only have five available. Like Persona Five. Yeah, yeah, that's probably so, Joker. No, no Teddy, no Teddy, or whoever you're uh, talking about. Is there a Morgana one? There is. Let's see. There's a Joker masked, a Joker without mask, a Skull, Panther, Mona, Mona, protagonist, that's... Arsene, and Fox. Oh, there's an Arsene one. That's cool. Okay, so yeah. Mona is Morgana, the little cat. Yeah. 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 That's cute. But that's fucking cool that you can get them as a Skull and Panther and stuff. That's Ryuji and On, but in their uh, other world get-ups. Yeah. That looks like straight Catwoman from Batman. Except it's all red. And that all looks red. Like, and that looks like Katana from DC to, as well. And what's funny is they don't pick their they don't pick their uniforms. Like when you go to that world, it's just like you just appear in those clothes once you get a like persona. And <laughs> and Anne looks down and she goes, Ah, what the hell? Who? I wonder I wonder how that would work if that shit happened in like real life. You just walked into a different store and your clothes just changed or like you, you go from your house and you pop into a nightclub and your outfit changes just instantly. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like in the matrix. God, it, I wonder like what kind of outfit I would end up in. Right. Like, like, I think Joker ended up the best, like with his just overcoat. He just looks sleek, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Then basically you have to just come up with nicknames and that's what it is. It's like Panther and skull and the, those are the nicknames for those people in five. Yeah. But, uh, dude, I'm, I'm super, super stoked to get further into four. I know, uh, I did play more world of Warcraft this week than I should have, but now that I got some of that out of my system, I'm going to really dive into four because like I said, the story's starting to pick up and I'm getting very interested to see who this murderer is. We'll have to get you to put it up on, on on our Discord server and or Twitch. Yeah, I could do that. I definitely got to... Def, since I'm probably so far behind now, I mean, I, I'll probably still put it on a little bit just to get a little of the gameplay experience myself. But at this point, I'm probably just going to have to watch you, especially when you get close <laughs> to rolling credits. Like, Yeah. Oh, you might get to watch me cry, <laughs> depending on how good the go- the game is. Oh, just wait till we pull the horror games. You're going to see me cry all the time. (laughs) Speaking of horror games, I did just add the like game of the year collector's edition of Alien Iceland to our backlog. Oh, fucking wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, it's got all of like the DLC and shit included with it. I went. Oh, go ahead. I did add another game to our backlog, and this game has a little uh, personal meaning behind it i picked up rise of the triad this is this is a remake it's not the original that was released in 95 but it's a first person shooter and the storyline a bulk of it takes place on san nicholas island which is an actual island off the coast of california it's about 60 miles outside of los angeles and there is a little outlying landing strip there it's it's a little tiny ass navy base and i was actually stationed there nice and the fact that that game takes place there i was like all right i have to get this like just because i like lived there and it's it's cool that island is also relevant in another piece of pop culture that book i don't know if you read it in like elementary school or middle school but uh, i think it was called island of the blue dolphin 
about the little that name sounds familiar to me yeah yeah little indigenous lady gets left on the island after the spanish missionaries come and like take everyone back yeah to, i do I mean, remember like, that yep yep that's that that's the island that they are from the nicolinos whatever oh, they call them. well that's cool that's cool um but the rise of the triad picked it up as a multi-pack bundle so maybe next week we can put out a contest giveaway for two of these two of these steam keys that we acquired yeah i, I will for, uh, for cook, cook something up yeah first person shooter if you guys are into that yeah and then you can either get wrecked by us or come wreck us and maybe we'll stream it or something yeah for sure, for sure. um now i went a different route I, I did add another game this week. Uh, I added a Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 Triple Thrill Pack. Just Love because. Me too, man. And I saw it. It was like stupid cheap. Actually, no. I'll take that back. I got it in a mystery bundle on uh, fanatical.com. Nice. And I also uh, got a key to a game. that, But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold on to this one. It's going to be a special giveaway. Yeah. Eventually. Okay. But we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll hash that out. Yeah, that out because I, you know, it's like I could just I would just rather give these random Steam keys that I get that uh, are extras to like people who listen. You know what I mean? Instead of For trying sure. to just do whatever with them, I'm like, fuck it, dude. We like next week or something. We'll we'll put in a like a question in the episode, and you have to go on social media and answer that question to enter into the drawing for these keys yeah and maybe that way if we, if we just do like social media spams like hey here's this contest we're, we're gonna get spammed by like fucking bots just and, like the last time and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, l- luckily last time i bought a bot didn't win so but yeah if we we could uh we could avoid that um yeah we can make we'll make that work we'll make that work yeah um i'm i'm gonna go ahead and say that uh this episode is probably gonna be on the shorter side again but the next episode is probably going to be a decently long one because I'm going to really delve into Persona 4 and uh, really come in and touch on the, the story and such. Because as of right now, I'm still right at the very beginning of it where <clears throat> we don't quite know who the murderer is. And uh, me, Yosuke, Yukiko, and Chie have banded together and said that we are, we are going to solve this fucking mission. Hmm. So, yep. We, we wait i'm waiting for you to actually hit this game hard because i know you know you in the persona series <laughs> yeah yeah i just need to pop that cap off maybe i'll fire one up later and then just dive in deep yeah but um is there anything else that you want to touch on for this beginnings of persona no unfortunately i haven't been able to touch it yet work has been so touch and go with my hours this past week and then with the baby coming any any day now it's any been, fucking day yeah it's been prepping that prepping the house and getting all the stuff ready like we just got a couple deliveries of diapers and wipes in so you know it's yeah. it's just getting ready for the baby and yeah. everything and but. so listeners there may be a slight chance that next week it'll be just me on here rambling a little bit but we'll we will we will figure out what's going on and you know and how how the, the missus is feeling and how busy you are with that yeah we'll figure it out as it comes it all depends yeah it all depends on when baby thor decides to show himself so yes sir all right well um let's get out of here so i can go dive headfirst into this and 
talk so I can really talk your ear off next episode. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. And then, as always, he's Ryan. I'm Dalton. Take it easy, guys. Hey, everybody. Want to pop in here at the end? Normally, where you would hear the music real quick to, because we forgot to plug social media. So. You can find us at facebook.com slash the steam machine podcast or on Twitter at steam underscore podcast. And as always, we would really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. And we will catch you next time when we cover more Persona 4, guys. As always, again, take it easy. (laughs) 